run your law firm the right way. This is the Maximum Lawyer Podcast. Maximum Lawyer Podcast. Your hosts, Jim Hacking and Tyson Mutrix. Let's partner up and maximize your firm. Welcome to the show. Hey, it's Tyson, and I'm back with another bite-sized episode that is, with this one, hopefully packs a punch. We're going to be talking about something that might save you tens of thousands of dollars and lots of headaches and time, and what to ask when interviewing vendors for your firm. And so I'm going to get into some some things to ask and some some topics to delve into, and, and you know whether you're talking about an SEO expert to boost your online presence or a bookkeeper to manage your books. Um, as you, many of you know, and some of you have probably experienced, choosing the right vendor can make or break you. It can make you a lot of money. It can cost you a lot of money. And that's why I want to talk about this. Before I dive into this episode, though, just want to remind you, check out Maximum Lawyer Minimum Time. It's something that Jim and I put together. We're really proud of it. It's a unique roadmap that we put together for law firm owners. We're giving stage one absolutely free to our listeners. Just text stage one to 314-501-9260. When you join the guild, you get all three stages for free and we'll be adding on to those uh, as we go. But stage one, absolutely free for you. It costs you absolutely nothing. All you have to do is text us and you will get that absolutely free. Okay. So let's talk about the topic for today. And before I get into that, I'm going to talk about an experience I had with a vendor. I won't use the vendor's name or even what category they're in. But last year, early last year, we had paid them as about 20 or just over $20,000 up front. Okay. We gave them a lot of money and we thought that they were going to do a lot of good for us. They had a nice little slide presentation that they went through and they were, we thought it was going to be great. We thought it was going to be good. We'd seen some other people other law firm owners that I trust using them. And we thought for sure it was going to work out. And we'd asked a lot of questions. Our you know, CTO Kashif was on all of our calls. We asked lots of good questions. And what where we went wrong, we had two things that we we wanted that we did not get before we paid them. One was we wanted we wanted a demo. We wanted not just a demo, but we wanted to be able to um, have a trial period. And we just asked for like a week. Okay. We didn't ask for like, you know, months and months of trial. We asked for a week so we could test it out because we wanted to make sure that we could test it out and that it would work with what we, for what we needed it for. The other thing is, is that we wanted to make sure that it worked with our systems and we let them know, we showed them all the APIs that we were using and let them know that we needed to make sure that it did the specific things. And again, I'm not going to get into too many more details so that it doesn't reveal who it is, but you know, we told them all of our specifications and they promised us, they assured us that those things would, would happen. That would all work. Well, we got, we got, you know, nine months down the road after we had, you know, went, gone back, you know, over and over and over again, we just pulled the plug. We said, this just isn't going to work. Um, this is, this is absurd. Long story short, they've refused to give us the money back. And so we're at the time, but we're not, I care less about the money than the time that we wasted on it. And it's, it's just one of those things where it's, it's very frustrating. And if we had stuck to our guns, we wouldn't, we wouldn't, I wouldn't be talking about this right now, but we had, we had not stuck to our guns. So that, that maybe that that's my first topic I want to talk about is if you have specifications that you have, um, first of all, if, especially if it's a software, 
demand and don't don't budge on this and for forever we won't we won't budge on this i talked about this in another episode when it comes to software you got to have a trial you got to have a trial period of it that you can use it to make sure it works with your systems just because some sales rep says that it does doesn't mean that it does we'd even had what's interesting is we had conversations with not just the sales team but we'd had conversations with their developers everyone that works on the back end and they all they all made all these promises so Insist on a trial period. Stick to your guns. The other thing with this too is though, just because they promise it, make sure it's in writing. <laughs> okay, make sure it's in writing. And we we did we have emails back and forth where they where they do say things that's in writing, but make it a part of your agreement. And that's that's something we probably should have done. We probably should have said, I want. Okay, I understand you're saying this uh, via email, but we should have this in writing. That battle's not over with, by the way, but. You know, that, that's not the topic topic of today. So make sure that though you're sticking to your gun. So if you have specific requirements, you need to ensure that those things with your vendors, whatever the vendor is, um, many of us are using, you know, many, many softwares these days. And so many of the vendors are softwares, but it doesn't matter. Make sure whatever your, your requirements are, ensure that those things can be met. Do your homework too. And we, what's interesting is we'd done our homework. <laughs> we had done a lot of homework with this company and we had, we'd interviewed people. We'd asked people, we'd interviewed them. And it just, it's one of those things you, you, sometimes you get it wrong, but definitely do your homework though. Make sure you're asking around, get, get recommendations from people. Sometimes they don't pan out and that's just, that's just how it works sometimes. Uh, whenever you are interviewing them specifically, uh, and I, I definitely recommend having multiple interviews and, Especially when you're talking about someone that's like, you know, an SEO company or it's a bookkeeper, someone that you are going to hopefully be working with for, for several years, that's going to have a, a, a really substantial impact on your company. You need to, you need to have multiple conversations with them, sit down them, ask them lots of questions. You're going to go through all the topics, like, you know, your, the experience, the track record, when I'm dealing with any type of marketing company, I'm be looking for I'm looking for data. You show me data, and if they refuse to show you data, run. Okay, you want to see results. If they have the experience and they have the track record, guess what? Their customers are going to be happy to talk about it too. Get recommendations from other customers. I wouldn't, and I also wouldn't just ask for the references because they're obviously going to give you the best the best references. Go look at if they've got Google re- reviews, look at their Google reviews. See if you can find any other people that they didn't recommend that you know uses the product and then just cold call them or send them an email. Ask ask their for their honest feedback. But figuring that out and looking at the data, data is gonna tell you data doesn't lie. Right. You, of course you can you can sort of you know take data and skew it a little bit, but results are what matters and, and get the data to show that, especially when it comes to, to marketing companies. You know, bookkeepers get examples of uh, other types of books that they put together. They they can they can give you screenshots. They can do a lot of other things where they're not revealing who their actual clients are when it comes to CPAs and all that. But get examples of their previous work. Um, so whether that's data or if it's someone that's doing copywriting, whatever it may be, get samples of their previous work because that that's going to help you make a lot of your decisions. I would say also make sure that you understand your niche. That's another part of this and understand what their niche as well. Just because they work with law firms does not mean that they work with personal injury law firms or criminal defense law firms or trademark attorneys, whatever it may be. The The accounting for a uh, uh, for an injury law firm is substantially different from a criminal defense firm. 
Okay. The way we manage our money is just different. We, we front a lot of expenses. Criminal defense attorneys, to my knowledge, don't do that. You're not, you're not advancing a lot of costs. We're advancing hundreds of thousands of dollars every single year. Sometimes in, in multiple months, we're, you know, putting that much money in just one month. It, it's just different. And so make sure that they have worked in your niche before. Okay. That is, a, that's a really key part of this. Cause I've heard people say, Oh, well, you know, I'm a, I'm a bookkeeper for lawyers. Well, <laughs> uh, are you, cause we, we've, when we've interviewed bookkeepers, well, have you worked with personal injury attorneys before? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well tell me how, how do you manage this situation? I would give them situations. So role play with them. Um, that's another way is like you give them fact-based scenarios that things that have happened to you in the past and ask them how they would work with it. That's how we ruled out a bunch of bookkeepers because we said, okay, here's the situation. And then they give us an answer that just is clearly not acceptable. And then we, we rule them out. That's, that's a, a, another way that you could do it. All right. One of the last things I want to get to is just communication and reporting. And so figure out when you're, when you are interviewing them, how are you all going to communicate? How are you going to get updates on, on things? I mean, think about how you, if you were a client of, of your firm, how would you want to be dealt with? Right. Same thing with when it comes to, you're going to be a, a customer of these vendors. Okay. So how do you, how are you going to be communicating? How are you going to communicate with them? How can you get a hold of them? How are they going to get a hold of you? And then what's the reporting look like? So how are they going to report the results? back to you. What is it? What is it that you're going to get out of it? What is it that you want out of it? Okay. What are your goals? Figure out what your goals are. And then how are they going to report back to you whether or not they're actually achieving those goals or getting you close to those goals? That's a biggie. Then the the last thing other than trust your gut. So I'll, I'll get to the, the other thing last, but you know, trust your gut here. I did not have the greatest feeling when, whenever I was dealing with that vendor. And I should have trusted my gut, but I, I, what I did was I figured, okay, I am, I've got good recommendations from attorneys I trust and they like them. And I, I just had in my gut, it's like, this just isn't going to work <laughs> and it didn't work. So trust your gut. Uh, and that could have gotten me, saved me a lot of money. But the other, the other part is, is pricing. Make sure that you know exactly what the pricing models are. There are many people have heard about the, the lawyer tax. That is the real thing. Discuss pricing up front. If you can, if you can mask what profession you're in, that's really hard to do, by the way. It's it's easier to do when you're talking about VAs. If you um, Sometimes I'll do this on Upwork. I won't tell people what the business is and the pricing changes drastically. So if you can figure something like that out with vendors and, and just shield what you actually do, that could be a way to save you money. But no matter what, figure out what the pricing is up front. And make sure that there's nothing that's going to escalate. What is it? What's it going to be in five years? Figure out, okay, um, this is what I'm charging, being charged now, but does that price go up over time? Figure out things like that. Figure all that up up front. That way you're not stuck in, especially with bookkeepers, SEO companies, things like that, where you're going to be with them for several years, potentially. What you don't want is you're, you're so entrenched with them. Right, you're there with them with them for a year, and all of a sudden your prices go up twenty percent. <laughs> that's 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 a problem. Be careful about things like that. All right, that is all I have for today. Obviously, selecting the right vendor it's an absolutely important decision, especially with many of those that I mentioned. It's it can have lasting impacts on your firm's trajectory. So be very very careful. Take your time. Ask the hard questions, and that way you can make an informed choice. 
As a reminder, if you have something you want me to cover on the Saturday shows, just shoot me a text. Let me know what you want me to cover. 314-501-9260. And I'll get to it if I can. Till next week, remember that consistent action is the blueprint that turns your goals into reality. Take care. Thanks for listening to the Maximum Lawyer Podcast. To stay in contact with your host and to access more content, go to MaximumLawyer.com. Have a great week and catch you next time.